So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley, still joined in studio here by Father Frank Dewey. And in this part of the program this week, uh, Father Frank's going to lead us through and help us to journey through Holy Week. Father Frank, where would you want to start? Well, I suppose if, if we're dealing with Holy Week, we have to start at the events of Palm Sunday. We've already read the Gospel there of the entrance to Jerusalem, but that is the official beginning of Holy Week, or the Great Week, as it is called more by the, the liturgists and the, the theologians. And it's it recalls for us the entrance of Christ into Jerusalem to complete his task. The Paschal mystery is passion, death and resurrection. He never took his eyes off that. He kept that focus all the time. And um, we, say, we know there in, in, on Palm Sunday, we love Palms blessed and so forth. And where the origin of that is that as he entered Jerusalem, some people took off their cloaks and spread them on the street. But the Gospels also tell us that they cut some greenery. And the greenery there would have been palms, and they spread palms on the road in front of him as well. And we continue that tradition by our blessing of palms. And, um, and of course, in, in the Palm Sunday uh, Mass, we, sell, we read the full passion, the full passion story. Um, people call it uh, the long gospel. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a sense of, I wish it were shorter okay. about that. Yeah, yeah. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the account of the passion of our Lord Jesus yeah. Christ and a very powerful piece of scripture. So that's what Palm Sunday basically is about. And that starts off Holy Week. That's the beginning of the Great Week. Yeah. I will say, so we continue on then after Sunday then until... Well, the next thing maybe that a lot of people don't think of, although our bishop is reminding us a lot about it this time, uh, is the Chrism Mass. Okay. okay. And the Chrism Mass takes place usually in the cathedral church of every Catholic diocese in the world. Uh, the bishop of that diocese uh, gathers with his priests and with, with lay people. Now, our bishop has written a letter. We actually published it in the bulletin last weekend, in, in our bulletins mm-hmm. in our parishes. Um, the letter the bishop sent out inviting people to seriously consider going to the uh, Chrism Mass. And the people of God that just love it and would have been there before would not miss it. You know, it's a, it is a very powerful liturgy. So there is a big invitation going out from our bishop mm-hmm. uh, for people to come along. And just a practical point, we, have, we will have a, a bus, a free bus, going from Newcastle West, leaving at a quarter past six on uh, the Tuesday the 17th. That's okay. next Tuesday, mm-hmm. leaving the car park or the church, but you must ring in and give your name and your telephone number to the parish office. Um, so that's the, what happens to Christmas Mass. The, the oils for all the sacraments, the oils, you know, the, the rite of anointing, using of holy oils, mm-hmm. in four of the seven sacraments, baptism, confirmation, uh, holy orders of priesthood, mm-hmm. and the anointing of the sick. And all the oils that are used throughout the diocese for the, those sacraments are all blessed at the Chrism Mass and one of the oils is Chrism that's where it gets its name and then the, the, the priests bring those back to their parishes and they are used for the various sacraments over the next 12 month period the other thing, significant thing that happens at the Chrism Mass is that the priests <coughs> renew their commitment to priesthood and people mm. find that a very powerful, very powerful thing it must be something uh, something very important too, I suppose, for the whole community, including priests, mm-hmm. to gather around their bishop. Oh yes, yeah, mm. you see there, yeah, and I mean, we are, you know, the, I forget now in one of our readings from our breviary, like you know, 
I forget the exact term, but they basically say like, you know, is this, we are a kind of, in the, we are around the bishop in, in, in much way that the branches of a tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. that's not the exact no, image of Jews, it just won't come to me now. Mm-mm. But we are very uh, connected yeah. with our bishop. Yeah. Okay, so returning back again so to Holy Week for, the, for those people who might be joining in, I mean, people will be wondering what, what should I be doing and what should I be looking out for and so on and so forth. I suppose one of the things that I might just mention myself is very important um, is to listen to the readings at Mass maybe on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it doesn't just happen on Holy Thursday. No, not at all. You know, and I mean, there all day you have a whole lot of uh, the prophecy of the Passion and readings of the yeah. Old Testament and, yeah. and readings of the Gospel from St. John and so forth. Um, some of the most beautiful insights that Jesus gave us are read in the Gospels of that day. So the whole week is Holy Week. Wednesday seems to be one that people tend to um, remember quite a bit, uh, and they call it Spy Wednesday. That's right, yeah. There's, uh, yeah they were just uh, focusing on, on uh, Judas, you know, and um, uh, we don't hear it called Spy Wednesday no. as much, I think, recently as it used to, but it just is focused on that particular part of the, the story, yeah. But a very important um, part of the story, too, knowing that, you know, that, that Jesus was actually. Uh, betrayed, uh, yes. um, and, and obviously Satan was involved with all of that in, 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 in tempting somebody to go off and do that, and, and I suppose that's a reminder to ourselves that we can also be tempted oh, yes, we deny yeah. our own yeah. faith and so on and so forth. But following on then from um, from Wednesday, Holy Thursday, beautiful. Yeah, oh, Holy Thursday, like, beautiful ceremony, you know. Um, the, again, uh, I suppose the two particular things that we commemorate on uh, Holy Thursday are the institution of the Eucharist by Jesus at the, the first Mass, the Last Supper, mm-hmm. and the institution of priesthood. Those are the two things that uh, are central to the uh, Holy Thursday ceremony. So um, the, I was recently um, watching... Um, the film, The Passion of the Christ, you know, the Mel Gibson film, you know, I I watched the DVD a week or two ago again, and uh, and if people get the opportunity over that period to to watch that again, I don't know whether it'll be shown on television or not, but um, it's a very powerful thing, oh, very, very powerful, you know, and um, an interesting thing about Holy Thursday too, and it's connected with the institution of the priesthood, is that the gospel that we use on Holy Thursday is John's gospel and uh, John's account of what happened at the Last Supper. Now, John doesn't give us an account of the, of the Jesus taking the bread and saying, this is my body and the, blood, uh, the wine, this is my blood. It's not that John dismisses those, of course he doesn't. In fact, John has given us beautiful Eucharistic in the, uh, discourse in, in mm-hmm. chapter 6 of his gospel. Um, but... John focuses on a very significant thing that happened. When Jesus got up during the the meal, that was the Last Supper, and started washing the disciples' feet. And Peter um, objected, and Peter says, there's no way you're going to, you you shouldn't have to do anything like that. No way, you're not washing my feet. And Jesus said, if I do not wash you, you can have nothing in common with me. And what Jesus is saying there, in, to all of us, follows mm-hmm. of Christ, but in a specific way, saying to priests, 
Your life is a life of service where you serve God's people. And he illustrates that service by the washing of the feet. And what I, what you, what I have done to you, you do to one another. He said, so that's a very powerful gospel, and uh, but it's the focus of it is on priesthood. And yet most people would maybe be expecting, you know, the institution of the, the Eucharist would, to be just, the one. Uh, yeah, they would, but that's the one that happens there every time. That's, um, and the Eucharistic ministers also, they mm-hmm. renew their commitments, and a lovely day for them uh, to do it. And then uh, at the end of the Holy Thursday ceremony, we have the procession to the altar of repose, uh, and there, up to 10 or 11 o'clock, whatever time mm. is decided in the parish, there's a quiet vigil before the Blessed Sacrament. Mm. And then before the church is closed, the Blessed Sacrament is usually taken into the sacristy, to the safe there, and there is nothing in the church, the tabernacle is open, no lights, no nothing, everything's stripped, the altar cloths are all off, mm. beginning to get ready for the, the, the bareness are the, the nakedness of the crucifixion, which we're about to cel- celebrate the following day. That's a very profound scene I've often found myself there, you know, with, with the bare altar. Hmm. Just everything so bare, there's, hmm. there's nothing around the church. And, and, and the focus, re- well, in our own church here in Ada, I mean, we have a large crucifix. Hmm. And, and the focus is always is on that, which probably rightly so. Oh, yes. The focus is on oh, it, yeah. because yeah. that's what you've done. That's it, you're getting uh, the focus, like you're about to celebrate the death of Christ, and the cross is the central. But going back again to that altar of repose, you know, and, 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 and the, the, the chance we have maybe to spend that time, mm-hmm. that's as Jesus spent the time in the garden, wasn't it? He, he was there by himself, please come and spend some time that's with right. me. That's right, could you not watch one hour with me, and then later mm-hmm. on when we're going to reflect yeah. on mm-hmm. the, a gospel passage, um, yeah. part of the Passion yeah, Story, in the Exeter Divina, we'll, we'll see that. Well, if we possibly can, I mean, uh, we are encouraged to spend some time. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. at that particular time. A quiet vigil. Important. You know, it's it's a bit like, you know, uh, people being at the bedside of, of, of a relative just dying, you know, yeah. a quiet vigil to be there with them, you know. And we'll come back to that in the Gospel, the gospel. a bit as well, yeah. So, and then through the night, obviously, we know the story. So, it's, yeah. But then, okay, so then we come on then to Good Friday for ourselves. We come to Good Friday, and um, the, what we're celebrating, obviously, is the Lord's Passion. And there's three parts uh, to that ceremony. There's first the Liturgy of the Word, um, which the central part of that is the reading of the Passion story. The next part is where we venerate the cross. And then the third part is where we celebrate a Holy Communion service. There's no Mass mm. on Good Friday ever. We have a Communion service, and the hosts, <laughs> enough hosts are consecrated on Holy Thursday to have enough for the big crowd that we get on uh, on Good Friday. And that's a very popular time too, maybe for people to bring families there, because you know, people say, oh, I don't want to bring children there. But it's very important for families to bring their children there. Oh, it is, to you know. What's good, to hear what happened and... and, and Oh, absolutely. Like, and, and you see, people sometimes forget the way children connect with the story, you know. Yeah, and um, yeah. they, I think uh, the people can underestimate children a bit that way, you know. And we'll have the main celebration of the Passion in every church will be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The other churches will have uh, they'll have stations at the cross mm-hmm. in the evening. Well, sadly, some people are working yes. on Good Friday. Yeah. And um, so they will have other so many stations at the cross or... Uh, in Newcastle West, we've 
water places too. We have the prayer around the cross, a kind of a modern way of reflecting on the passion that's there in the evening at nine o'clock. At nine o'clock, I yeah, think. at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. and. Um, of course, also in Newcastle West, you have the the way of the cross through the town, by done by the the some of the staff and uh, pupils of the Desmond College. Their fifteenth year doing it through the streets, leading into the ceremony mm. in the church, arriving at the church from the St Calvary Cemetery down through the town, arriving at the church at about ten to. I also want to re- just remind people who are listening to this program. If you want to listen back to our own Mary Stations of the Cross, which we which we played on the program last week, you can. You can get that by logging into our website, www.sacredspace102.blogspot.com, and you can listen back to this day's the Stations of the Cross that we played last week. Yeah. But and anyway, so that's that's Friday. That's Friday. Yeah, no, just made, yeah, okay. and yeah. Now, it might be pointed out maybe this time you wanted to play a little bit of music. Now, well, it? yes, you know, I think the cross, it comes in different shapes and sizes to us, you know, and I mean, uh, the old rugged cross, uh, mm-hmm. the song, the, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, or hymn, whichever you call yeah, it, yeah. A lot of people are familiar with. I think it's worth listening to the words of that hymn, you know, uh, by, is it Noel Henry? Noel Henry. Noel Henry, um, The Old Rugged Cross. This is his recording of that. So I think people should listen. Maybe just listen to that now at this time before we proceed any further. Yes. On a hill far away Stood an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame And I love that old cross Where the dearest and best For a world of lost sinners was slain So I cherished the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged And exchange it someday for a crown Oh, that old rugged cross So despised by the world Has a wondrous attraction for me For the dear Lamb of God Left his glory above To bear it to dark Calvary So I cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday 
So now we just finished off that uh, beautiful piece of music there, uh, just ideal that Father Frank just chose there for us, um, the the old rugged cross by Noel Henry. So Father Frank, you want to continue on? Maybe say a few little more words. But just on maybe the... to complete uh, our reflection on Good Friday. After the, the the reading of the Passion, you have a, a whole list of intercessions, kind of a a long uh, prayer of the faithful, and uh, you pray for the church, you pray for the Pope for all orders and decrees of the faithful for catechumens, unity of Christians, the Jewish people, those who do not believe in Christ and so forth. And that's emphasizing that Christ died for all humankind, not for a select race or group of people, that he died for all people. You see, you you, you read there, for example, let us pray also for those who do not believe in Christ. You know, um, Mm. let us... uh, let us pray also for those who do not acknowledge God. You pray for everybody because Christ died for all humankind. And that's what very much um, brought out uh, in, in that uh, uh, piece. And then you have the veneration of the cross. Now that's done in various ways. In some churches maybe uh, if there's a small enough crowd the people come up and kiss the cross right during the ceremony. If there's a very large crowd which you can have in places a certain number of people come and then the cross is left there for people to come up afterwards. That's a matter for local pastoral councils and priests to mm-hmm. think. But the veneration of the cross is very central to Good Friday. And then we finish with the communion service. And again, as you mentioned earlier on, there are some people, unfortunate who have to work on Good Friday, but usually in, in, in most churches there's an opportunity to pray the stations of the cross. Right. Uh, in, in, in the evening time that's right yeah. Yeah. in no, Newcastle West as most well, there's one particular one in Newcastle West again just to remind people again that I like myself attending I think that's at 9 o'clock 
your, your own um, yeah. prayer around the cross, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right? yeah. It's a, kind of a modern way of doing modern the way. It still gets the message through. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, so so that's Good Friday, uh, Good Friday at the moment, and of course, then we will be moving then into uh, into Holy Saturday. Yes. Right, Holy Saturday or Easter Saturday, whichever mm-hmm. uh, you call it. And that begins, uh, it's known as the Easter Vigil, that Holy Saturday, Easter Saturday mm-hmm. n- night uh, ceremony. And it begins with a service of light. Now, it's just a matter of interest. Uh, it's, it cannot begin before dark, before nightfall. And the reason? So the reason is that, like, the darkness stands for the death of Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. the resurrection brings light into a dark world. And okay. that's powerfully illustrated there, you know. And it begins with a service of light, with the lighting the Paschal fire outside the church. And the Paschal candle is lit from the fire. And then the priest comes through the church with the Paschal candle and is through a darkened church. And the only light for a particular part of the priest going up the church is the only light on in that church is the light of the Paschal candle. And then some servers and ministers take light with tapers and they, they light their tapers and the priest goes on and takes the next section of the day. Uh, and uh, then they, the last, then all the lights are put on in the church and uh, so light has completely conquered darkness. In the same way as light drives away darkness, Christ got rid of the power of death by rising from the dead and that's what we're celebrating. And I assume by us all... Uh, in the congregation receiving that light we are also receiving that light of the resurrection as well absolutely yeah. and it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. and uh, the symbolism is very powerful you know if we if, yeah. we if we take the time to to reflect on it you know and um and then when they get up to the top then someone from the choir sings the beautiful resurrection hymn the exalted yeah. you know rejoicing mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the resurrection a very powerful piece you know usually get a very good singer uh, to sing that and uh, it's it's one of the nicest things in our Easter liturgy. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the first section then, the service of light and the exalted. And then the next section is uh, the liturgy of the word. And um, now there's a, there are seven readings altogether from the Old Testament mm-hmm. that can be read. Um, but no church would be doing the seven, at least no parish church would. Mm-hmm. Um but I, one of the lovely memories I have from the time I spent in Maynooth was the Easter Vigil in the College Chapel in Maynooth, which would begin at 11 o'clock at night and finish at maybe about a quarter past one. And uh, they had all the readings, all the seven Old Testament readings mm-hmm. before you had the New Testament mm-hmm. and the Gospel. Mm-hmm. And um, and you might think it had two and a quarter hours. like, But a lot of lay people came into it as well. And it was just, it was mm-hmm. beautiful, you know. You were going nowhere, you were in, you came, you knew it was going to be a few hours, mm. you came and you stayed the full thing and you kind of listened to the, the whole story, starting with Genesis, the account of creation, then yeah. on to Abraham, our father in faith, and into Exodus, the passage in the, through the Red Sea, and then some of the passages in the prophets about the new Jerusalem, and then the, the prophet Baruch about God as the fountain of wisdom, and then Ezekiel, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. The whole story. But, but as usual, with, with church readings and church liturgy, like there's a reason behind all these readings. Oh, as is. you said, it's starting from the beginning. And it, right, it's yeah. building up to. 
Oh yeah, but if you're going to be looking at your watch, then no. you know, forget it. It's um, but if you and the people that used to come to that in Maynooth, I'm sure it happens in a place like Glenstall Abbey. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the same. I haven't been there, but I'm sure it does. And uh, the people know it's going to be long, and they come in that right frame of mind, and it's a wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful lift. And then, of course, including the Gloria and and. The song. Oh, yeah, yeah. ever you know, all the and the hallelujahs. Okay, yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Next section uh, has to do with baptism. It's great if there's a child for baptism, mm-hmm. the most ideal night in the whole year to, to be baptized. Sometimes you can have a, get a baby, sometimes not. Um, and it's the, the parishes that have a baby for a christening on that night are the lucky ones. And uh, But if there isn't a, a baptism of a child, then there is the blessing of the water and the renewal of the baptismal promises. And um, the priest goes through the church and the people light their candles again and another service of light, again emphasizing the resurrection. Lots of hallelujahs in the hymns and so forth. And then after that renewal of the baptismal promises and the prayers of the faithful, then the the mass goes ahead then, uh, as usual, with, of course, beautiful singing and hallelujah, mm-hmm. singing Fantastic. and rejoicing in yes. resurrections. Yes. And mass is the same, and that, uh, then we're into Easter Sunday morning. So, so it's a full week. It's mm. important um, maybe to take part as much as possible. Yeah. Um, trying to follow the story. Yes. Because sometimes we kind of, as you have to say to us at Lecture Domain, we think we know it all. Yes. It's very important to go through every step again. Mm-hmm. So at this stage now, we might just go for a, a, a break and then come back again in part two, in part three as usual, and we'll read and reflect on the gospel for today. So join us again in part three.